0: What's up? We are back and better than ever with Five Good Minutes, the provocative podcast with purpose, creating perspective for the people. I am Tony Andonoro, Executive Director for the Institute for Ethical Leadership at St. Thomas University and the proudest member of Leadership Miami, Class 41. Today, I get the privilege of serving as your host from our awesome adventure into adversity. Today, I say settle down and settle in because whoa, we are in for a treat. Our guest today needs no introduction, but I'm gonna to attempt to give him one anyway. His genius, his genius an avalanche flowing down a mountain, an unstoppable force that creates the foundation for something amazing, something meaningful, something more. Originally hailing from the mega metropolis of Miami, our guest today serves as the Director of Operations for the Ambulatory Outpatient Division for the Jackson Health System. But that only tells part of the story. His work has a direct and tangible impact on the way that we administer healthcare and serve those that need us most. As Drake would say, he started at the bottom, now he's here, serving in just about every role that the healthcare system has had to offer on his way to his current director position. Friends, Please join me in welcoming the tremendous father, the doting husband, the steward of sports knowledge, the conveyor of charisma, the producer of passion, and junior Orange Bowl under 10 bowling champion, often imitated, but never duplicated, Chris Rado, everyone!
1: (laughs) Thank you for that introduction, Tony. I greatly appreciate it, man.
0: Oh my gosh, Chris. Chris, it is our pleasure. We are so glad to have you on. We um, try to start with with an introduction that lives up to the hype, and hopefully we've been able to do that, but gosh, it's good to have you. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, bud. How you been, man? You doing okay?
0: Uh, we're plugging along. I think we're doing well, and I appreciate you asking. Thanks. So, we know your, your time is valuable, so we're going to get right down to business today and get you into these questions, and so you know, one of the challenges is is facing all of us across the country, across our organizations. No one seems to be spared. Um, are all of the difficult challenges facing us stemming from obviously our global pandemic that we're dealing with right now? And so, specifically within your environment, what are the critical challenges that you're facing? Yeah,
1: that's a that's a good question, Tony. So, um, you know, just like I think everybody else is is going through it, uh, like you mentioned, right? Uh, A lot of the challenges, um, uh, a lot of the challenges for us right off the bat, um, I think that came to mind was how are we going to continue to provide um, adequate adequate care uh, for our population. Um, As you know, um, Jackson Health System, uh, we pride ourselves on being the hospital for the community. So, you know, it's not, um, it's not as simple as just, as just closing shop and then telling, patients that, uh, you have to figure it out. Right. So, you know, that, that was one of our challenges. And I think, uh, we, we have a, a real good leadership team here in our health system that, that came together rather quickly and, and they came up with a plan that, that I think, um, I think served that need. Yeah. And then, um, ultimately another one of our challenges was how are we going to, um, to be able to, to provide comfort to our staff? Right, um, we got to make sure that you know that they felt that that we were here for them. You know that, that we were providing a level of, of um, compassion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, they we we have, and I'll be a little biased here. People might say, but I think we have the best team that this nation has to offer um, when it comes to to doctors and and nurses and and uh, EVS staff, registration, pharmacy medical records, uh, you know, you, you name every, any department, I think, uh, will, will be in the top five amongst the nation in my opinion, but you know, everybody kind of was, uh, how, how can we help attitude, you know, and, and when, and when you have staff that's willing to, to say that, you know, we owe it to them to, to make sure that they're protected. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those, those are two big items that, that came, that come to mind, right. Um, and that came to mind when we started this about six or, or seven weeks ago, you know, but, but I think we've done a, a, a really, 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 really great job as a health system. And ultimately, you know, it always starts at the top, um, with our CEO and, and I think he, he set, the the bar and, um, and we just kind of followed suit behind them. You know,
0: you know, it. Chris, it's interesting because uh, obviously tremendous appreciation for the work you and your team and, and everyone else there is doing for, you know, the community at large. But as I, as I sit here in this socially distant space, I see you sitting there in your scrubs and there's a heightened level of reality that hits me and it's it's powerful. And I know that um, that you see it every minute of every day and you, you talked about it a little bit, but we, we all are wondering, you know, what can we do? What should we be doing it? But you're doing it. You're on the front lines. And so what specifically are you doing to address the crazy challenges that you're facing that you you talked about there?
1: Yeah, that's true. Tony, I traded in the suit and tie for a pair of scrubs these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the community has done exactly what, what's been asked of them. Yeah. And, and we appreciate that, right? Like they've, They've stayed home. They've stayed away. They've listened. You don't, you don't really see many folks walking around these parts these days. Um, and those that do have to come because of obvious reasons, mm. um, you know, they're, they're listening, they're putting on their masks. They're adhering to the social distancing uh, standards that have been implemented. And, and we, you know, the, the one thing that I continue to ask of folks is that as we, as we move closer towards reopening, right, that that key mm-hmm. that key word there is reopening. Um, we cannot um, we cannot put our guard down. Can't let our guard down, right? Like we have to continue um, to listen to recommendations that that are that our physicians are making. Our, our leaders in the community are telling us to to adhere by, right? So, um, I just ask the folks that as we start getting towards some leniencies to just be cautious with that, you know, and that, that, you know, as we start focusing and, and uh, shifting our focus towards a reopening plan, you know, there will be instructions that patients will need to follow. And, and we just ask that they, that they listen, like they've been doing over the last few weeks for us.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate that. You know. I think it's interesting that you bring that up because back in the day, Robert Greenleaf said that the first piece of servant leadership is taking the time to listen. And that really speaks to something else that you and I do. You know, we're both engaged in this Leadership Miami group. And I'm wondering how you see Leadership Miami, you, Miami preparing you for the critical work that you do every single day there at your workplace.
1: Yeah, and that that that's a that's another good question, Tony. So, realistically, I mean, I've been in healthcare for about fourteen, fifteen years. With, you know, with that said, I've learned a lot throughout my career and throughout my life. You know, work as you mentioned in my intro, I worked in my way up. But the, the 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 great thing about having a group such as Leadership Miami is that it provides a an avenue for normalcy, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense, right? So it just gives me another place where I can just chat uh, with yeah. a group of people who are, you know, who are living, who are uh-huh. living this, right? Um, who are living through this every day in, in, in different capacities. And, you know, you have some, some folks in our community who are going out there helping out with food banks. You have others who are going out there helping out with, um, with unemployment, right? So, you know, uh, Robert, who's, who's one of our, our group members, um, who you guys will probably hear from later on in this podcast, if you haven't yet, you know, unemployment hit, hit close to home um, with one of my close friends. And, you know, she, she was furloughed and she had to mm-hmm. do the whole application process and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I reached out to him just to kind of ask him as, as things were ever changing. With unemployment, he became a, a great resource, you know, and, and a sense of comfort to know that that I had somebody there that would be able to provide me answers that she wasn't unable to, um, to obtain due to the, the high influx of, of volume yeah. uh, that this pandemic has impacted, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have your contacts, you have your resources that you reach out to, and that's all great. But I think at the end of the day, for me, it's just knowing that I have a group of, of folks that are behind me um, that I can just, you know, send a message to or send a meme and just, you know, just laugh a little bit because that, that we can't forget to do during these times,
0: man. Yeah, I love, I love that. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because so many people say, Oh, you know, it's, we need community. We need community. we, We need community. But if community is tied to connections, then we have to take the initiative to form the connections to establish the community. And so I really appreciate what you're saying there because I mean, that's the essence of leadership. If we don't establish relationships, we cannot empower change. And so, gosh, that's so good. So good. I love it. I love it. Well, Hey, We will get you out of here on that. We know you got to get back on the front lines and do some amazing, amazing things, but from the bottom of our hearts, from the hearts of our listeners and from everyone else that I can possibly think of, thank you so much for all you do. Keep fighting that fight out there. Keep staying safe and, and please take care.
1: Uh, Thank you, Tony. I appreciate you setting up this podcast, man. Love you, brother.
0: Oh, I love you, man. It's so good to talk to you. Can't wait to talk to you again. Keep it up. Take care. All right. Thanks, Chris. Well, from us here at five good minutes, that's a wrap. Another episode in the books. We hope you enjoyed this episode featuring the one and only Chris Rotto, director of operations for the ambulatory outpatient division for Jackson Health System. We want to thank Chris for his time, perspectives, and leadership. As we close, it's apropos to note that leadership starts with listening. Chris knows it, Chris said it, and Chris embodies it. And it is so, so wonderful to spend some time with him today. We hope that you've enjoyed this installment of five good minutes and hope that you'll join us again next time. This is Tony and Inonoro signing off and reminding you that our world is a pretty crazy place that is in desperate need of real leadership. However, our opportunity to lead is predicated on our desire to act. And that starts with you. Thanks so much for listening. Take care out there and hey, have a great day.